Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick Not Picard Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm so tired. I'm not even gonna front today. I'm so I know you're tired as well, Pat. Yeah, yeah, as we, always. We, this whole episode is just going to be us sleeping about halfway through, I reckon. Sure. I, I, well, as long as my connection stays good, I should warn <laughs> people that that you know Comcast did send me a text today saying your internet's going to go on and off today because we're making enhancements in your area. By so, the way, my use of Technovipers in the in the um, what do you call it in the. Uh, uh, image for the show today is it, i wasn't predicting that pat was going to have technical issues but the lo and behold it, it's going to happen so that's amazing yeah, um, so we, on the lines. we might lose pat but if we do i'll go solo until he can get back on the show again so it's all good we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna shut down just for that the show must go on right pat uh, oh, yeah. yeah yeah cool so other than us being really knackered how are you doing buddy is, has it been a week uh yeah it, it's been it's been kind of crazy how about this i stopped off at a comic book store today or wednesday what i did yeah what did you what did you do uh in the town where i was talking about before where uh you know the comic book store was just bad <laughs> they were not they never have the issues in like you'd forget to order gi joe and transformers or he wouldn't pull it. It was really annoying. Well, he's gone out of business. Yay! And uh, <laughs> in that town, the, the person from the town over has moved over in that direction since it's a little bit of a busier area. And I, I, I caught up on the Skybound stuff. So Amazing. I have the issues. I have not read them yet. No, that's great. That's I mean, hey, baby steps at this stage. Yeah. You uh... Obviously, I got a lot of reprints. But I, I'm reading them cool. anyway, so it's not like I need the first printing of things. Right, uh, yeah. But, you know, Transformers, Void Rivals, uh, and Duke, I picked all those up. Amazing. I can't wait to talk about them uh, with you next month when you get a chance to read them. Um, anyway, right. that's amazing. Um, Mark says, step one, buy comic book. Then remember step two, read comic book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then step three, store comic book, never to be looked at ever again. Uh, I'm only kidding. I don't do that as, as much as I as I know. I don't do that that often. Anyway, let's get stuck into. We have had news this week, uh, believe it or not. Um, more importantly, we've had news. Some of we've had some of Pat's favorite news. We've had um, some of Pat's. Well, actually, uh, this is news to me. But we're going to be talking about something next, which defies the laws of what it's been described as, uh, and that is in coin news. It's coins, baby. Yes, the New Zealand Mint is back with yet another G.I. Joe-related silver coin for the collection. This time, they've delved into the classified vault to dig out that first Duke design and popped him on a one-ounce pure silver coin. We last saw the NZM during the 40th anniversary celebration when they dropped a special Marvel Issue 1 silver coin back in August of 2022. It comes packaged in a special G.I. Joe classified style box featuring Scarlet, Roadblock and Snake Eyes. You can add to your G.I. Joe coin collection by following the link 
in the description and coughing up a cool 99 bucks. 99 bones. Right, Pat, let's talk things that aren't really what they say they are. <laughs> yeah, uh, is it going to give me, like, I'm just wondering, what is a coin now? Like, well, what qualifies as a coin? I think, in this case, it's legal tender. So you could actually fork this over and as as legal tender, I believe. I'm not sure how many people would actually take it, uh, how many companies would actually take it as legal tender, but you, they might have to. It's got like a thing on the other side. It's got like a, you know, like the uh, the royal seal sort of thing on the other side. Yeah, there's there's been some uh, American stuff that's come out that's been like, this is legal tender, you know, it's it's currency. And I did have one time at an old job that I worked at where somebody brought one in. And it was just like, well, this is weird. And but, you know, it represented like a dollar. Yeah. And one of the people was like, well, should we take this? And somebody was like, well, I'd gladly pay a dollar for that. So let's just take it. Yeah. And then you could you could probably sell it for more. So probably. yeah, that's that's business. Um, but yes, I think the, the whole thing, thing of like coins being circular and everything that makes more sense. But we've had coins in the UK that have been like. Uh, I can't even think of the shapes, but all sorts of ridiculous shapes. 50Ps, for example, which are like, I can't even remember what shape. What shape are they, guys? One, two, three, four, five, six. What's seven? What's the seven-sided? It's not hexagonal. No, sorry. Um, Septagon. 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 What's a seven-sided? I feel like really stupid. This is like, are you smarter than a 10-year-old? Septagon, I would, I would assume. A Decepticon, did you say? Yeah, it's a Decepticon. It's a Decepticon. <laughs> Are Decepticons coins? Do they count now? <laughs> as long as they're legal tender. I'm so I'm I accept so tired. Decepticons. I'm so it's a heptagon, yeah. It's I'm, I, it's I'm sorry. It is a heptagon, yeah. Um it, it just made me it was just it's so sorry. I'm so tired. Oh, that that would be nine sides, wouldn't it? Yes. No. No, a septagon, a heptagon or a septagon is a seven-sided polygon. Oh, right. That's cool. Oh, you're right. Yes, it is sometimes referred to as a septagon. Yes, correct. Sorry, I'd, I'd only got to the part that said heptagon at the beginning. Uh, but I'm, mate, a Decepticon that, I don't know why that made me giggle so hard, uh, but it did. Anyway, it comes in a nice box, a bit like myself. But uh, Duke, one ounce silver coin in a box, uh, classified designs, which is um, interesting because we've gone from obviously the 40th anniversary where we saw the kind of like lots of Snake Eyes version one and Marvel comic covers and all that kind of stuff. Now we get into the classified vibes. Are we going through eras? Is that what's happening? It's, yeah, I'm, it, this doesn't seem very timely to me. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, this should have been about three years ago. It should have been. Yeah. They, they, if they would have reversed the order of release of these, things would have made a lot more sense to me. Yeah. Um, but, because the old one, I kind of like it. It's not something I would, well, it's, it wasn't something I bought. Um, but, you know, it, it is kind of cool. Like, when are you played the video, I'm like, oh, yeah, that I do kind of like that other one. But. Oh, yeah. where is the coin? Someone's saying. We'll get to that in a second, Diecast Nick. Don't worry. We'll get to the coin image. We're looking, we're talking packaging at the moment. And it's all the, the you know, your classic classified, early classified artwork at the moment. Um, legal currency in which country, lol, says Paisano. I believe it is... New I Zealand? I don't think it's just New Zealand, because you can obviously buy this and collect it. Might be. It might just be New Zealand. But it also just might be... What's the word? Um, 
equivalent of other you know whatever around the world but obviously you'd have to get it changed in order to do so um, well but, yeah if it is made of just of silver i'm sure that you know it has uh value everywhere exactly so exactly kind of now you can actually you can actually get this uh there's a link in the description uh it's 99 bucks so you can actually get this it's just i don't think it's I don't think it's like coming from New Zealand necessarily. I don't know the ins and outs. I just know that you can buy it. I know that people have bought the original one. Uh, and yeah, so th th these are available to pretty much everyone worldwide. It's effectively utilized as a collector's coin. It's, it's not something that you're going to be want to be buying up and using as legal tender. That would make no sense whatsoever. But apparently it is because that's what it says in the uh, information. Anyway, uh, moving on. The box opens up quite fancy, I would say, as well. Quite like that. It's quite a cool little uh, box kind of scenario. I'm also ex expecting maybe like a magnetized bit on the side there, Pat. Would you yeah, reckon? Yeah, that's kind of what I was. That's exactly what I was picturing. Yep. Yeah. Um, there you go, Mark. It's that. It's probably one of those things where you can't really use it as money, but can technically be redeemed by the central bank or some such. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And yeah, lots of investment. It's an investment piece, I guess. But for the most part, it's for G.I. Joe collectors that just want silver coins of their G.I. Joe things um, and not really have a collection of anything that makes sense because it would be like two completely different vibes next to each other. But either way, um, and there's there's there you go, mate. There's your rectangular coin. Uh, I do like that do cart, though, I must admit. I think that's a Scott. Is that a Scott Johnson one, I want to say? I, I really don't remember who the artists were on, on most Scott. of that stuff. I think it was Scott that did the uh, online stuff. And obviously, this is a lot of the online stuff, the Instagram images, the website artwork. I believe that was Scott Johnston. Let me know in the comments if I'm lying. Um, but I believe it was Scott. Um, and I do like that. I think it's a really cool. Also, I just noticed he's got his uh, attributes next to him as well. I quite like that. Yeah, that's interesting, the way that they've really played those up by having those not be colored, too, you know? Yeah, I, I, I'm quite into the I'm quite into that vibe. Anyway, coins. There you go. That's all we're talking about. <laughs> coins. We've already. I mean, it's pretty clear we're neither of us are going to be getting this, right? Yeah. No. I. It's. I wonder how long they've had this sitting around designed. Like, did they just design it with the other one, and decide now to release it? Probably. Possibly. Is Maybe it's it one of those things where they, you know, the 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 brand was kind of doing this. They weren't quite sure. Yeah. Who knows? Um, I will also say as well, had this been a lean year or era of um, G.I. Joe, which it most certainly is not, uh, the last three or four years have been ridiculous. Um, and I would say that if this is one of those periods where it was after the club had shut down, going into like the, the nothingness, you know, like the we're in that void yeah. for a little while. We're on a hiatus, a hiatus year. I would have bought this. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I would have had it. I'd have been like, hey, G.I. Joe thing. Because this happened. This happened with multiple items during it those periods. Yeah. I got really excited over finding a, a, a plastic cup at Walmart at one point. Oh, mate. Do you oh, remember mate, that? The remember the T-shirt as well? Yeah. Yeah. Just a random G.I. Joe T-shirt. G.I. Joe's back, everybody. This is the... <laughs> We talked for an hour about how that's a sign. Pretty sure for a good year on this channel, we were just talking about belt buckles and socks and 
things like that. And uh, like, at no point were we talking about action figures or things like that at that time period. Um, hello, Mark Cully in the in the chat. How you doing, buddy? Um, yeah, just hilarious, hilarious stuff. Um, anyway, yeah. Well, that's coins. Um, I think we can, uh, safe to say we've talked about that enough there. I think Pat. So. Yeah. One thing I do want to say, I'll ask you before we go: Is there a coin that you would go absolutely banana pants crazy for? If I could drop uh, coins into my GI Joe coin-operated video game, oh, <laughs> like a rectangular coin going in one of those bad boys. right? <laughs> well, this barely still barely counts as a coin to me. I mean, yeah, I know. Ingot, okay, but... <laughs> all right. <laughs> what do you want to see? What? <laughs> What GI Joe character do you want to see on your ingot? <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what what image is so iconic. I mean, honestly, issue number twenty one, I think, would have been maybe a better choice than this. Yeah, because uh, if you had issue number one already, just go with issue number twenty one. Uh, if that was what it was, it wasn't the painting, was it, for the original one? It was the comic, uh, it, no, it wasn't it? the painting, it was the comic cover. Yeah, it was the comic cover. Yeah, the one with uh, Hawk, yeah. I think, on the front rather than Flash. Is it Flash or Grand Slam? Yeah, I think so. One of, one of those two is in the front with the pads, aren't they? On the it's, uh, it's original Flash painting. on on the painting, but yeah, I think Hawk on the comic. Yeah, that's correct. So, I think I think that's right. Yeah. Um, amazing stuff. So I'm um, so I'm I'm crying. I'm so tired right now. Um, I would. What was I going to say as well there? Oh, I tell you what, I'd love. I'd love a Falcon, classified Falcon. <laughs> I'm kidding. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, what what is next? I believe it's Super Seven, and that's we're talking uh, Ultimates Wave Three in hand. Massive thanks to Andrew Franks, who sent us some great images of the latest wave of the Super Seven GI Joe Ultimates. Wave 3 features Scarlet, Doc, Storm Shadow and the Cobra Trooper and they all look superb. Andrew informed us that they are an improvement on the previous waves and he didn't have any issues except for the fact that Scarlet's accessories felt quite fragile, so keep a careful eye on that when you get yours in hand. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to that in a second, that little kind of bit at the end of that video. But um, <clears throat> Wave 3 looks phenomenal. Um, from what, I've, what I've, heard, I've heard good things this time around, so obviously Wave 1 Got really good reviews, I've got to say. Uh, I think it was, a, I mean, I loved Wave 1 for one one thing. I, we both have that wave in hand, don't we, Pat? And yeah. Th they were some phenomenal figures, like really good-looking figures. Uh, wave 2 got a bit of heat for a few issues. Obviously, the, the painted, um, well, uh, molded faces as opposed to painted faces was the main issue for Wave 2 which caused quite a bit of issue, like controversy, scandal, whatever you want to call it. But it certainly kind of drove a bit of a wedge between a lot of the fandom uh, and I'd say Super 7 with, with that particular wave. Um, but this one looks like it's back to sort of like its best again, or like at least definitely on that level that Wave 1 was. Oh, these look really good. Yeah, I'm actually trying to figure out why I don't have them. Because <laughs> you stopped taking pre-orders, stopped doing pre-orders like several months ago, possibly. You know, they may have, it may have been one of those things where I cut them expecting to pre-order them from another place because right. whenever I was just like, I can't handle the stress of stuff coming in, 
these may have may have been cut and i'm kind of sad looking at them because they do look really nice um, oh rob h has made a good point actually about the, the this is just the last thing i'm going to talk about coins by the way okay i promise this is the last time i talk about coins on the show i think the point of it is to look like a dog tag that's interesting um not sure about that rob h but i like the idea that you're going through so there you go pat who like that we'll talk we'll just call it dog tags from now on anyway back to super seven <laughs> yeah doc looks really good here and one thing i will say is andrew you only took pictures i think of scarlet and storm shadow out of box so we don't have any um shots of doc yet and also i haven't seen a lot of people taking pictures of these um so i don't know if um like have you guys got them in hand yet uh, what are they like for you? Have you had Wave 3 yet? Let us know in the comments and we'll see what you're saying. Uh, but Doc looks really cool here and he's got lots of wicked gear. I can't see his comic, but I know it's in there somewhere, I want to say. I'm pretty sure his comic is in there, but I can't see it. I thought to get... he did take pictures of the of the comic. I remember him showing us that. He didn't send that one to me, unfortunately. So thanks, Andrew. No, I thought he did. Um... I'm yeah, having a look now. It didn't occur to me that, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he did. Boo, 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 boo. I'm just going through our little thing. Thing is, he sent them edit. He sent edited images to me that he wanted to oh, okay. show. Yeah, okay. he did. There you go. Oh, yeah, it looks really cool. It's actually got comic. Um, it's actually got like actual. Yeah, it's printed inside. Panels. That's really cute. Yeah, it's really cool. Love that. Um, and then like his little briefcase as well which is the better shot there obviously you can actually see oh, the medical kit has all sorts of stuff inside of it that's all detailed detailed and um yeah this is a good release I, I like this stuff the first one that i got was the well i think the first one anyone got was the san diego comic-con bat the comic book bat was the first of the ultimate gi joe that anyone had in hand yeah um, yeah that, yeah yeah, um, I still didn't get the other San Diego ones. There's a lot. I'm really behind on a lot of stuff. I know Andrew got, oh, um, yeah, the what they called the obviously Red Jackal and uh, Red Knock Baroness were really yeah. cool as well. Um, I managed to do other, did a little unboxing of those. Go and check that out if you want on the channel later. Um, if you haven't seen them, they're really cool. Um, and then, of course, Scarlet, who we did get shot outside of the box uh, of Scarlet. And the one thing that Andrew mentioned about Scarlet was the fact that her lots of her like uh gear does feel very fragile and it look it's kind of like almost like brittle feeling as if it might snap at any given moment. Um so be careful with that. I think it's like the crossbow bolt, like the crossbow um wire apparently is oh, really, okay. really kind of like it's almost like I don't know, it just feels like it's gonna snap at any moment. And the um, oh, there's, there's a shot of Scarlet outside the box. And then you can kind of see there's a little bit of a curve on the barrel of the rifle there on the floor as well. Not sure if you guys noticed that. But he was mentioning like all the arrows and all of the bolts and everything. They felt a little, tiny little bit um, brittle. So be careful with that. Nothing broke, thankfully, while he was on it. But he was, he was quite careful with that. Um, and again, it's hard... It's hard to avoid that when you go in so small with some of these items, but I would also say use a softer durometer. Yeah, yeah, uh, something that can bend. It's this is weird where fine tuning uh, 
where things can bend a lot is sometimes not good because then they don't maintain the correct shape. Right, right. Well, we've, we've seen that with lots of uh, like bow and arrows and we've seen it with other crossbows in the past, haven't we, where it kind of like it droops a little bit, like the, uh, yeah. the, the yeah, where it's kind of like a, it's stretched out all the time and it, it's yeah. just got a cast in that that fashion. It can sometimes sag inside where it's not like, yeah, where it's not taut, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I have a lot of problems with a staff. If the staff is soft at all, and then you try to put it in the figure's hands, <laughs> and then the figure starts to bend it. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. it just doesn't look good. So, um, yeah. Hope, I mean, hopefully they don't, the people don't start having them break, because I'm, I'm sure he's really careful with stuff, but maybe not everybody is. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the video reviews. Uh, I've seen people get stuff out and just be like, hey, let's try the knees. And I, every time they do that, I kind of cringe a little bit. I'm just like, they're going to snap. Physics is a thing, people. Like, yeah. as sturdy and good and amazing as a figure is, you're still dealing with force applied to small points of, you know, like, of 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 like of, of very small points. So if you're going to put a lot of pressure on two long extended pieces of plastic on two small extended pieces of plastic, guess what's going to happen? It's going to snap unless you're careful with it and you work it and you know if or if it's like if you feel resistance, get that hair dryer on it. Put it in hot water. Either yeah. of those two maneuvers will be fine. It will soften it up enough and it will move. But please do not take a figure out of the box and just go, meh, meh. It's like, it's the dumbest move you can do, in my opinion. In my opinion, anyway. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's it, like, it, it, we have to face reality, unfortunately. And a lot of the stuff that we're asking for from figures, to like the level of detail that we want, along with the level of articulation that we want. Um, and we also you know, don't want gigantic joints, like huge shoulders that are uh, massive and, um, you know, that just look out of proportion. So right. it's just like, we, we want that thing that we had as kids where stuff is designed to be robust, but at the same time, we want it to be so ridiculously intricate and like this adult collectible, really. Right. And whenever, whenever you venture into the collectibles for adults that's whenever we need to be realizing that we need to be more careful than we were when we were kids i know i don't know if it, if it just feels like when i get figures out i just genuinely kind of get it out and i i, I feel i feel them to a degree like you know i feel out the joints because if you're yeah. if you're going to just start cranking them and expect that and that's what your expectation is then it's really it's on you if it breaks because that's your level of what you you're expecting when in actual fact the reality is that if you're just a little bit careful initially and you get that thing moving you won't have an issue going forward you'll be able to bend it as much as you like in whatever direction you want it's just like if you're getting it straight out the box where it's been in the same position since it was put in there in different like temperatures as it's traveled the globe let's face it there's lots of different factors that I don't think people really take into consideration. And I've seen a lot of videos, a lot of video reviews where they're going to look, right, let's try the articulation. The elbows do this. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's going to snap. And every time, like almost without fail, it breaks. 
and then it turns into like a you know i'm really angry about this and it's like well that's what you get unfortunately yeah um anyway yeah uh rant over i guess but uh talking of superset and, and also i will also caveat what i've just said there with there are times when you'll pull a figure out of the packaging and it might break then that's not your fault you know there the should be there is a level of expectation there where the figure should be intact as you take it out of the <laughs> the plastic shell or the you know the the box that it's in um with you know or if you've not really applied any force to anything and it's snapped off that that is definitely it definitely happens but you got to be i don't know you've got to be aware of that whole yank kind of maneuver anyway yeah uh hair dryer hot water Either of those two, get it done. But anyway, Scarlet looks good though, uh, figure-wise. I'm really into her as a as an action figure. Yeah, um, and actually, uh, the quality, of the ultimate stuff has me wanting to buy the new Dungeons and Dragons ultimates oh, that were just shown off. Because... Sheila again, Pat yeah, so happy. Yeah, exactly. But partially because of the fact that uh, Hank and venger you know i heated those and they still broke oh god yeah yeah because that, that the, stuff was just not the plastic on that was not good now that is a, a situation where there was a serious quality control issue and uh i will yeah i'm not going to blame anyone for for that situation um yeah and again like that happens on multiple lines um it's just the crankers i have issues with <laughs> the straight up crankers <laughs> Um, anyway, yes, um, man, those Dungeons and Dragons are going to be cool. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, oh, yeah. so cool. In fact, um, when those were released, I saw your question in the group was, what was that, what's that grid that's with uh, Sheila? And I was like, right. And I went onto YouTube and I watched every episode until I saw it. What episode was it? It was like 13 or 14 in the end, was I think it? it was. Something like that. It was that one where... Um, it, it's the one where they basically it's the dragon's lair or something like that that they there are these kind of weapons and, and items that appear by as if by magic one of them was like a spear that i think um what's his name throws old cavalier throws and then the uh the net that that sheila finds the only time she has it in her hand is in that one scene when she picks it up that's the only time she has it that is such that is such a super seven thing to do isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I did not recognize what it was from. I just couldn't possibly place it. It's because it's three seconds of a however many episode cartoon. That's why. And then I think, yeah, they put it over um, Sheila doesn't even use it. Um, it's put over Uni, uni. to heal Uni, uni when uh, she's injured. So like, I, I just found that really, I found that whole thing really funny where Super 7 will drop these proper deep cut homages and that that net was one of them man it was it was so like and that was the thing i wanted to be like oh pap obviously it's from this but i was like i had to watch every freaking episode to find it it was like on in the background and every i'd be like doing stuff and just kind of like doing that every five minutes. i nearly missed it actually as well the only wow. reason the only reason i even went back to see if i if i'd missed it was because eric picked up that spear that glowed a similar kind of color and i'd heard sheila just been on and she'd said something and i heard oh it. wow 
And so I went, I rewinded. I said, did, did I miss it? And I was like, there it is. All right. So I took screenshots and sent them to you. And I'm like, here you go. Trying to be all like intellect, intellectual, like I knew. <laughs> no, I literally had to watch every episode to find it. Um, amazing. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm yeah, excited for those figures, man. And I'm, I'm glad you're getting your Sheila again, because uh, I know you're yeah. a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Yeah, Amazing I always loved stuff. that show as a kid. Um, yeah. Thief. <laughs> Barbarian. <laughs> and Acrobat. Right. Um, next up, then, we have Cobra Trooper. Uh, this is another beauty as well, um, by the looks of things. And, again, we only have this one in package, but he does look really good. And, uh, yeah, this is like your Sunbow Trooper to a T. I don't think they could have done any better with this one, honestly. There's a lot of accessories in there. This is this figure's really packed out. Could do with more hands, though, don't you think? <laughs> what do we have in there? Uh, is it two different flush tones? We've got this. We've got this, 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 this. It's like literally every movement. So you can do stop motion animation with one one hand. It's amazing. Um I think there are there are different flesh tones, yes. So it's yeah. I suppose you've got to have equal equal hands um, for equal flesh tones going on. So yeah, that's that's the problem in it when you've got a gloveless um, trooper. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Should have worn gloves. Uh, anyway, yeah, really cool. And of course, Storm Shadow. This this one I've been really excited for. Obviously, has the Excalibur sword, which is glow in the dark. Oh, I didn't. Excuse me. I didn't check, but is Sheila's neck glow in the dark? Because it, it makes sense if it would glow in the dark, because it does in the show. I don't know. I don't know if they said. I don't think it's initial like... images. I don't think were straight from Super Seven. No, but if, yeah, but like I went on the page and I looked at the brief, and I don't think I saw any glow in the dark. At, at no, like I don't think I saw that either. Um, it would make sense if it was though. But anyway, coming back to this glow in the dark Excalibur, brilliant, and his like underwater kind of uh, mask as well for when he goes underwater to get it to retrieve Excalibur, which is really cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm loving I'm loving Storm Shadow. I also like the fact they've got the alternate um, uh, lower arm, right arm as well with the uh, exposed tattoo. That's some good stuff right there. Yeah, very uh, comic-inspired, which is, is interesting on a design that's very cartoon-inspired. Uh, no, they've got, like, I suppose they try to do... They try to do everything with Ultimates, don't they? They try to do mm -hmm. like almost like the Sunbow overall vibe, but then they'll throw things in like a comic, like the Baroness of that comic um, head and the uh, oxygen tank thing that, that came when she uh, stole Dr. Del Burkhart in issue one and things like that. Um, and then they'll throw in action figure accessories as well, won't they? That the, the, that the action figure is more synonymous with than the, than the uh, cartoon or comic fig, uh, version. So yeah, they kind of try and stick like stuff everything into uh, Ultimates, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, it does kind of create some weird, yeah, some kind of weird things like you know Storm Shadow showing his Arashikagi tattoo in a situation that never would have happened in the Sunbow cartoon. Uh, at least I don't think it does. Correct no, me if I'm wrong. No. I don't think they ever really talk about that, do they? Um, anyway, um, yeah, really cool. And I think is that everything. For the week? No, for Super 7. <laughs> I was like, 
for the week, no. No, because uh, I did a yeah, news burst. I did, I did a news burst about 20 seconds after our blooming last weekly because, uh, you know, news always happens when we do this show. In fact, have we been checking higher toys for any uh, signs of life? Because um, they, they've question. been quiet for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, we, we can do that whenever. Maybe I should do that while this video No, plays. I'm sure it's fine. I bet we'll see more higher toys, G.I. Joe stuff in February because it looks as though G.I. Joe Day is now a thing. Uh, Hasbro, in the, like last year, they did drop a bunch of renders out of nowhere all day long showing off new G.I. Joe products. This might happen again this February. And the only reason I say that, Pat, is because we are ramping up now for the next news item and the, my beautiful segues... Let's talk classified. Thanks to Jedi Jaybird on X, formerly Twitter, we got more information regarding a number of G.I. Joe classified products. First up, he revealed that the recently leaked 60th anniversary listings Rough and Ready were in actual fact the Action Marine and Action Pilot respectively. This also hints at the fact that we might be seeing them sooner rather than later if certain details are being found. In addition to that, he also posted a shipping update for the Vamp with Clutch and the SMS with Techno Viper. Both sets have landed in the US and that could also mean we will see the SMS on a possible live event very soon. The big money is on February the 1st during G.I. Joe Day. We already know that Super 7 has something planned for that particular day, so maybe we will get all sorts of fun reveals to start the year off nicely. Yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be busy on the 1st of February, honestly, because I think it's going to be Super 7 have got a thing. That's what Brian has told us that, um, I think he said it on the, the actual interview, so I'm not giving anything away there. They have something planned for that, so that's Super 7 check. I guarantee Higher Toys is going to be all over that. Maybe maybe not on the day, but certainly in that week, they might drop something. They've done that in the past where they haven't dropped anything on the day that Classified has been, you know, showing stuff or, you know, other companies have been showing stuff. But you never know. They might try and treat it as like a big celebration of 2024. Um, what would, I mean, what do you think is going to happen with that, Pat? Do you think that's going to, do you think that's highly likely or do you think we're going to see something that we saw like last year with the kind of random render drops? You mean from uh, Hasbro? From classified. Hasbro. Yeah. Um, I really don't know what to expect. I mean, with everything hopefully being a little bit more spread out, uh, I, I don't know. There's also when are we get the 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 name reveal, then then the render, and then the figure, and then finally at shipping. It feels like we we get news of the same figure so many times. That that adds to the feeling that there's so much coming out that's so <laughs> right, right, yeah. No, you're right. It does. It's kind of like that. You get every single, you know, some figures we've had every single uh, step and process of the way. Some some of them have skipped stages. Some of them have, yeah. <clears throat> but you're right. Like it's like with Quick Kick. I think we heard the name drop. Then we heard. Then we've got the digital render. Then we got the figure reveal and the pre-orders and so on. So yeah, we've seen like a figure like Quick Kick, for example, has been throughout. You know, you've you've known that's coming for ages. You've been expecting it and anticipating it. You get two live events in a row and you don't see anything and you're like, when are we going to see Quick Kick? And then he comes out. And you're right, it does add to that thing of like, my God, how many, that's, rather than one figure coming, it feels like that's like three or four figures there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, at the same time, like if they're actually going to be producing fewer figures this year, uh, like you said, we got that with Quick Kick, but not with everybody. 
Yeah. So maybe we will start getting that more with the rest of the figures as well. There's think? a stage. There's a stage I've forgotten to mention as well, and it's not. It's not an official one. It's leaks. It's oh, things yeah. like. It's things like if someone says um, this, you know, this listing is leaked and it's got the information on it as well, like the name and the character, we'll be like, well, that's effectively 100% confirmed when it's coming from the same source that's constantly right all the time. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, then there you go. That's one. Then you get the name reveal. Then you get the, you know, the kind of reaction from Hasbro to like, let's drop it as a name reveal. And then, yeah, so you, there's, there's, a, there's a possibility that a figure could be kind of, in the works for almost like well in in the public consciousness for about a year before we you know get it yeah. around uh, yeah, so yeah and, that... and that we're, we're we're looking at it several times across which I, i'm not complaining about that it's just i'm wondering with the other figure with <clears throat> hope with hopefully but we were told that there would be fewer figures in 2024 because 2023 was still compressed uh yeah, I, I'm thinking that maybe we'll be actually getting more of the steps for each release. So yeah, I'm expecting some some name reveals and some renders. Joe and says some, some of each step. Joe says I'm sure we will have leaks a week going into February the first. I would imagine so as well, Joe. Yeah, I can imagine seeing leaks left, right, and center. Honestly, it's always that like the night before. You can almost certain set your clocks by it you'll see something around about like nine or 10 in the evening, the night before, I swear we get like images drop always for like the next day's pre-orders. Cause it's like some sort of Amazon backdoor hacker or something has managed to find them or like some, you know, it's when, when they're going to be going on like multiple platforms or like a, a site like Walmart, for example, where they don't really care a lot of the time and they just post stuff up there and, it might not be like public sort of, but you can still kind of access it and things like that. Um, you know, and then obviously there's, you know, um, information that just comes through other sources that, you know, might have the images. So it's like, yeah, but you can always at least the night before expect some, not all of it, but some of the figures to be revealed, uh, like in advance, leaked in advance. Um, yeah. Oh, of course, Mark. There's the next stage, Pat. Then you get the unboxing when they're delivered in USA and UK at different times. You're right. That's another thing. Yeah, that's true. Because we won't see those figures, but we'll see multiple videos and posts. And then we'll be talking about the images and we'll be, yeah, like constantly. I actually didn't realize until like last week that people in the United States have the Arctic bat. Like, that's you know, nuts that wasn't shipped from because you know I, I will see people have stuff and review stuff but there's also you know people buying it from buying figures from europe whenever they've been released there or buying them you know from uh from directly from china or singapore or where wherever they may be getting them right. globally right but not a part of the supply chain to the united states i didn't yeah. realize that arctic back bat had shipped because i pre-ordered that figure you know, I, I still have it on pre-order. Uh, just don't nuts. have mine. So it is kind of weird. That is nuts. I've got my Arctic Bat. Speaking of which, and obviously keeping this example strong, um, I believe I got my Arctic Bat from Nick 
So, you know, the UK, okay. they got theirs, they got theirs at that kind of, so this is the thing. Sometimes the UK and Europe are getting it first and sometimes they're getting it like on some sort of loop around or they're missing out on some certain things. Like uh, I think Nunchuck was a, a an issue um, out there in getting hold of that one and maybe some of the other sets, or not, not necessarily getting hold of it, but like getting it, not, not getting it first, which is weird. And it's weird how the distribution kind of happens it just seems to be like sometimes sometimes it's like it's almost like the red car and the blue car had a race commercial but like with boats <laughs> it's like which one's gonna get there first and then like they're both like smashing into each other and like jumping over the Suez canal and oh, well, a bit topical but you know what i mean they're just that kind of stuff is happening so like i i i i just don't know when or who is going to be first in getting this stuff after time. It's always a different place, has it? It's like, yeah. oh, Spain have it first this week. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, that's um, what it was even possible for me to just be unaware that a release had happened. But Philip was like, yeah, no, I, I got mine. And I ordered it, you know, through normal channels. And it's like, okay, well, I haven't. You're probably on that second phase of uh, pre-orders then or something. I think Who I knows, think right? Order from, it's either Big Bad or it's... Uh, Amazon. I can't remember which one that I ordered it from. Can I say as well, Pat, it doesn't matter who I order something with, it will not be in my possession first. Um, you'll see like, there'll be like a, a release all of a sudden that'd be like, oh, Big, Big Bad Toy Store are, sh are shipping this. And I'll be like, okay, I'll go I'll go and pre-order Big Big Bad Toy Store the next time. And then, then it's like, oh, Entertainment Earth is shipping. It's like, for goodness sake. It's like, no matter where you go or who you do it, who you do it with, whatever like situation. So in the end, I just went, right, I'm just going to get all, get all of mine from Nick. You know, obviously Pulse yeah. is never first. You know, you're never going to get first with Pulse. But Pulse is that locked in safety heart, like a uh, net, isn't it? It's effectively like the Sheila's glow in the dark safety net. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, Hasbro Pulse. You'll get it, but it'll be episode 14 and it'll be for like three seconds of a scene. Um, that is a really deep cut. If, if people didn't listen to the beginning of this episode, they won't understand that joke. You'd be very confused at this point. Yeah. yeah. Even you're confused at that one and you know what, you sort of know what I was talking about. Um it's coins, right? Yeah. <laughs> coins, obviously. Ingots. Um, <laughs> Deceptor coins. <laughs> Oh, brilliant stuff. Um, anyway, yes. So, yeah, it's all over the place. I'm not even going to... Dis distribution has been a conversation we have had so many times, and, and it's going to be a conversation we could probably continue to have as well. But let's talk about Action Pilot and Action Marine, a.k.a. Ready and Rough, or as I like to call them, Rough and Ready. So I'm definitely Action Marine, then Action Pilot when I write them down. Um, I think... I want to say here that Jedi Jaybird was thinking graphically like it's a nice kind of triangular shape going down this way. Uh, and that's why he put them in that order, maybe. I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe from a graphics point of view, that's why he went with that. But if you ask me, I'd go rough first. I'd go rough and ready. Um, also, numbers-wise, rough is the first number in that, you know, numerical listing. Who, who decides on these code names? Who's, who's the one that's doing it? I actually don't know. I don't. I genuinely have no clue. I know it's not most of the team that we know. I don't know if it's like some sort of 
I don't. I genuinely don't know. I'm not. I'm. That's a question. I don't. I've never asked that question. But I know it's not. I know it's not specific people because I've joked about it in the past with them. So yeah. So anyway, figure six pack says rough action marine, ready action pilot. Yes, that's correct. Figure six pack. That is correct. Um, yeah, rough and ready marine pilot. So um, Pat, this obviously is not what we're going to see. We're not going to see this marine and this pilot, but. I put them on the screen because obviously this is what the whole kind of homage, not homage, well, you know what I mean. It's what the right. the basis right. of the idea is about. So I was thinking or wondering, do you think they may be going to take some elements from these, um, whether it be deco or accessories? Do you think we're going to get some sort of parachute maybe um, here or some, some you know, because obviously we've got two figures here that could easily have parachutes, couldn't we? Right, yeah, and I mean, some some of the color choices could inform the decisions. Like, I could see there being a a camouflage figure, right? Obviously, and then yeah. a yeah. figure. I mean, orange. I don't know. I, I'm kind of doubting it. I, I think they've got I two options, the, I guess. There haven't they with the pilot? Because obviously, the box are right. got a different. Deco. There's the the blue one in the box. Yeah, yeah. And then, the, then the orange one. Um, if that is even meant to represent blue. I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think the figure is blue. Oh, yeah. I suppose it could be white, couldn't it? And then they've just used the blue to kind of create depth and shadow or something. Yeah, I but I think, it, I think it was a, like a light blue. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that we'll get the, the dog tags again. And the the approach will be the same where they are attempting to give us, uh, you know, that same quality figure from the 60s, but what the current current day uniforms are yeah 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 i'd like to see some decos just something like that just to kind of like make sense because obviously the action sailor is effectively just all black uh, i know the original one had a bit of orange in there but you know that that's kind of you know on yeah on point um the uh, action soldier it's got the kind of tan color going on so there is definitely like some sort of like Deco following a you know a slight like kind of idea going on there. Ray says, I reckon the pilot would be a direct repaint of the Haslab ripcord. That's a good shout, actually. Um, yeah. I could see, yeah, I could I could well, see them use or utilizing some aspects of it. Well, maybe. The, the action sailor used a lot of torpedo. So I, uh, I think he's right on with that. Yeah, definitely, Ray. I think you got a good point there, my man. Um oh, uh, figure six back says, suppose the marine has the Marpat camo. Um, yeah, it could do, it could be that. That style of cam camouflage, absolutely. Um, I would also say um, we do <laughs> uh, we do have some information about these figures that we can't talk about. So we know that there's something. What we what we do know though, we are speculating about are the decos and what they look like because we have no idea. But we do have more information regarding some of them that aren't related to what we've just been speculating about. So um, I just want to make that clear to everybody. We do know some things that are coming with these, but we can't say. But what we can do is obviously speculate on some of the uh, items that we still are unaware about. We haven't seen these figures yet, have we, Pat? No, no. Uh, which Have which we, Pat? No, we haven't. <laughs> uh, which, which brings me to, to, to the question. You don't we think haven't. That... We, we really haven't. <laughs> We genuinely we haven't. I was just being silly. I was just making it seem like I was I was forcing Pat to you know adhere to my 
rule, but it, it's yeah. I'm you don't think a working parachute is a possibility, do you? I would, mate. I would. I would. I can't say what I would. What I usually say in these scenarios because it's not safe for television. But I would crap my pants in a good way. Can you do that in a good way? Not really. No. 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 Meta, like whatever speaking. Not figuratively speaking, not literally, not literally speaking, I would crap my pants for that. I think it would be amazing if they brought out the old uh, parachutes. And I will also stipulate, we don't know if parachutes are coming with these figures at all. Uh, that isn't the thing that we know that's happening. Um, I'm going to have to keep saying that now, aren't I? I'm, I'm going to guess that Ray Murphy's right as far as even the parachute goes. I would, yeah. would expect the gear to be... Uh, borrowed from from ripcord I, I think that's a good call and probably no functioning parachute but i think that they need to eventually think about a functioning parachute in the classified line it's not really um a line that people are going to play with a lot but on one of the two of these figures even a, a parachute to display in a in a toy room they look really cool parachutes gi joe's on a parachute really are one of the features when you first walk into a room with a lot of GI Joes in it. Yep. So it would be nice if they work one into the classified line. Plus, we're children of the Jocon era, so we're we're fully versed in the world of chucking figures off a roof, <laughs> and taking out you know traffic, and yeah, like, you know, uh, yeah. and like I've... knocking kids over to try and get the figures. Uh, well, by the way, I, we didn't do I that. was up there throwing the one year. Same Z's. Same Z's. Yeah. 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 We, that was and, quite and, funny, though. Yeah. And I spotted other collectors just kind of pocketing them. It's like, yeah, okay, it's a rare figure. But when are you going to get the chance to, to be given the green light to legally just start chucking <laughs> G.I. Joe's <laughs> off a building? Hoy it off a 10 story roof. Just like. It yeah. was fun, man. I really enjoyed those. Th those those days were great, and I was really yeah. happy. I think it was Chattanooga. I got the. I finally got the opportunity to do the parachute drop. Uh, it was the first one I'd ever done, and it and happily like because it was the last one as well. I'm crying now, look, because it was the last joke on. I I got the opportunity to to hoy figures off the uh, the roof. I can't even remember what it was that I threw off the. What was that in Chattanooga? What was I, it? I, I don't remember. I don't associate sets with where I was. It was at a all. great. It was a great figure as well. I really enjoyed it. Uh, was it skydive? Maybe was that that wasn't the Sky Patrol year, was it? No, it wasn't Sky Patrol. I don't think Python Patrol Paraviper. Yes, that's what it was. Michael Gene Fleming. Because it was Python Patrol that year, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah, was. it was the, it was exactly. the Major Blood with No Tash situation, and yeah. the Slaugters Marauders. Do you remember them? Yeah, you know what? That's right. Because toward the end, it became impossible because I refused to buy. It. I had the opportunity. I had the money. I just refused to do the golden ticket, so I oh, didn't ever yeah. get in on the uh, parachute drop again. But I did it the one year uh, because I'd always show up early to the convention. So I, I did get the opportunity to do a, a parachute drop one year. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, they're great. They were awesome. But yeah, anyway, I also you... loved. I loved it. The one year, the a couple of the guys who were twelve inch collectors did a uh, a bullet man kind of secretly through the lobby of, oh of the hotel. God, yeah. Look it up, and he's way up. Zoom is awesome. Yeah, like yeah, that's amazing. Wasn't there a video of that? 
I think there is, yeah. I think I've seen it. I saw, I saw that years ago, um, and it looked crazy dangerous because it was a proper 12-inch bullet man as well, wasn't it? It was. It was a, yeah, vintage 12-inch bullet man across, that... like, the entire lobby of a big hotel, and they were, like, probably 10 stories up. It was, it was awesome. That is literally the plot to Rise of Cobra and how they drop those um, things out of, uh, you know, the, the rods out of the um, satellites in orbit. Yeah. That's that's about the it does about the same amount of damage as well a twelve inch bullet man at that at that distance <laughs> it gets that much terminal velocity and then just takes London out uh, amazing um, right yeah so there's Action Marine and Action Pilot they're going to be um, the rough and ready uh, listings um, and yeah I'm I'm really excited to see what they're going to come up with but yeah I would be mate I would be so stoked if they did a working parachute I feel like. You mentioned a second ago they're not like figures you want you play with. I don't know. I feel like they're not fragile figures. They're not. You don't. No, they're it. not. But but I do think that it's a collector line rather than a kid line. I I have seen. No, I, I agree I with that. Have been in Target. Whenever there have been like there's a kid. Uh, what figure was it he was buying like two weeks ago? I think that it was. Uh, was it Buzzer maybe? Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I don't remember, but it was definitely a kid that was super excited to be buying some classified figures. And I was Did having a motorcycle jacket on by any chance. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> was he, he carrying... talking about coins? He was hoping that New Zealand would release some coins. <laughs> he was hoping for the buzzer ingot, and he didn't. They'd run out of buzzer ingots. Uh, an ingot that size answers all my questions. <laughs> We need a T-shirt. We need a T-shirt of Zartan with an ingot in front of him, glowing, and that—that's amazing. Um, anyway, man, the T-shirts we could have designed for this show—we'd have been millionaires by now, I think. Um, yes. So parachutes, I would be—I'd be down for that. And I think that what I was getting at was the classified figures. I think are sturdy enough to be launched from, oh. you know, a height and be fine. when I, Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I just yeah. think that, you know, if, if they sold a classified figure with a parachute, it'd be in the very low percentiles of the number of them that actually get, get launched. Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, you're right, though. I think display option, though, is a great shout. Yeah. And uh, I think we talked a long time ago on a monthly where you had kind of proposed the idea of a Sky Patrol kind did, of pack, yeah. and to have it have like plastic clear domes for the packaging. That you yeah, if you of... did the clear dome as the packaging, yeah. like if it was like a special, like a San Diego thing, if you did the clear dome as the packaging, then that could double as the interior for your parachute yeah. to uh, have shape one in your collection <sighs> on display. Yeah, that's genius, Pat. That's genius. Okay, because when you hang it up, it's difficult to hang one of those things. You have to have something like that yeah. for a parachute for display. And I know you can get things for them like that. And you can get those things that are almost like, you know, like spider legs that kind of like flex out that you can kind of like arrange. But like, I, yeah, it, it's not something you can, if you if you pin it to the top of the ceiling, it's just going to like, it looks like it's failing. It's failing in fall and you're going to die. Uh, so yeah, I think something like that would be wicked. Um, anyway, that's 60th. Um, then of course we've got retro figures. They're arriving in the US as well. Um, I'm kind of excited to, for these because I think that Scarlet 
that and that Duke figure, uh, well, and Ricondo, but effectively it is a repaint. But like, I'm excited to see those brand new figures um, in, in Scarlet and, and Duke. Uh, they look really cool. And the fact they're hitting US Shores is good for those that pre-ordered, I guess, is all I'll say on that one. Yep, I, I should be getting mine because I did this. Is, uh, I broke my rule and I pre-ordered <laughs> this uh, Duke and Scarlet. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you'll have to send pictures immediately of everything, including the tiny writing on Duke's shovel on his back. You know, I won't. I won't get it in no. hand though. That's not going to happen. No, that's actually it'll, that's true. It'll be three weeks after everybody else has it. That's so true. Yeah. yeah, you're like in the worst place on earth for getting stuff, aren't you? First, like I, even I get stuff a bit before sometimes. Yeah, like kind of in the middle of the of the country. It's I'm not getting it from definitely not getting it from the west coast, and definitely not getting it as fast as you would from the east coast. So yeah, if this was uh, if it was a league table we were looking at, you'd be in the bottom three, and I'd probably be just in the top half, just in the top half, mid table. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Death Valley Machine has said any clues on what the three unnamed retros are going to be? Well, we'll get to that in the second Death Valley Machine, and I'll talk about that when we have the, the, vis the visual on the screen because we can kind of talk through what we do know. And then whatever we don't know, we can maybe just lie. <laughs> just kidding. Speculate or think what the hell's going on there. But anyway, yeah, so Retro, Scarlet Duke and Rakondo have hit US shores. Great. But also, Pat, other things have hit US shores, including the vamp, right? Cool. Yeah, kind of expected. But also the SMS with Techno Viper, aka Shug It. Um, now that is the where it gets interesting. Because, yes, we've seen the vamp already. We've done the pre-order. We've done the dance. Well, we haven't done the we haven't done the dance, but you know what I mean. The the fandom have danced along with that, but we haven't seen shiznits of the SMS with Techno Viper yet. We haven't seen anything other than a render for this. So signs are pointing to we are going to see this soon, right? Yeah, uh, we kind of talked about that being the expectation. It's like as soon as everybody has the hiss in hand, yep. which is the situation we're in now, then it would make sense to release the the, the supplemental things. So uh, people, I I didn't order the three-pack, but people already have that, right? Yes. They yeah, do. so... This should be this should be coming soon. I would think that in in the plan for the supply chain, they would try to time this so that it would have the greatest chance of selling well or selling through because everybody just got their hiss tanks and are excited about it and probably still have them on display. Absolutely. Um, also, even if you had ordered the fire team, you wouldn't have it still. So you know, it, either right. if you order it or yeah. don't order it, you're still not going to have it. It wouldn't be here. <laughs> Shug it. Um, sorry, that's for figure six pack specifically. Um, it wasn't me, it was Pat. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say that it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good guess. It's an educated guess that we're probably gonna see the SMS with Techno Viper. We're probably gonna see uh Rough and Ready, aka Action Marine and Action Sniper. Now, with those kind of like maybe possibly in the near future. They might not be in the same event. They might spread them out over the year, of course. But um, I think earlier than than sooner rather than later is what I would expect. On top of that, though, you've got to think the ferret's got to be fairly close um, with the ferret scout, considering they've been kind of like you know teasing that in previous uh, events um, prior. 
Then, of course, you've got those name onlys that we still haven't had renders of, which blows my mind. Um, and I still haven't caught up doing videos of them because it's so much work. And I'm honestly not sure if I can even be bothered at the end of the day. But, you know, like Jinx, Doc, Alpine, Retro Beachhead, um, Iron Grenadiers, Raptor. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, Nemesis Immortal, Leatherneck, Xandar. Um, those are name only reveals. Trust me, they're name only reveals. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not messing anything up there, Pat. Believe me. Okay. Um, what are the other ones, guys? Norgahide. Norgahide and his boar have got to be around the corner. Got to be. Anything else? Yeah, there is. Torch is another one. So th th there's loads. And I'm probably missing some as I'm saying them as well. Let me know in the comments if I am missing any. Um, Doc. Yeah, that's another one. Sorry, that was another one. Um, no, I did say Doc, though. Doc and Alpine and Jinx and Ret Retro Beachhead. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of, of that we could be seeing very soon. Um, any of those tickling your fancy? I'm, I don't. I'm not putting my my hopes up on anything. For me, the the biggest one that I'm waiting on is still Night Creeper. Oh, I forgot Night Creeper. I can't believe I said all yeah. those. Asked if there are any more, and you only just waited then to say it. Right. Well, it was only it only jogged my memory by you asking what I was what I was excited for, and it's Night <laughs> Creeper. Like you could just say whatever, and it's. I'm also kind of feel like I'm. Going through code names. Yeah, it's like this, yeah, isn't it? It's like, it's like this, uh, the it's code like names the make all the reveal names, and man. the excitement. It's just like hilarious. What's on the list? Eh, you know, whenever it shows up, then I'll get excited. Uh, Joe has said retro eel and snow serpent. I did actually leave them off for. I left them off because we've kind of seen them, Joe. I, I know what you mean, though. There's got to be some sort of differences in there. So you're right, hundred percent. The retro eel and the retro snow serpent. Retro cobra commander paisano. Yes, as well. There's another one. Uh, but I guess we've kind of seen that as well in the His Tank set. Uh, it's only going to be a, probably a logo change. I'm not. I'm not sure what they'll do um, if they do anything crazy with it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I would imagine it's just a, a straight figure with a diff with the regular logo. That's probably what I'm expecting that Cobra Commander to be. Yeah, that's all I'm expecting. But who knows? They may do some different stuff with the helmet, with like the stripes. On yep. the pant leg or on the helmet or the shade of blue. There's shade a lot of blue of is a good too. shout, actually, Pat. Yeah, that yeah, kind of like deep dark blue or the kind of yeah. more colorful, the kind of brighter blue, the cobra blue. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, there could be a lot of renders, Death Valley Machine, absolutely. Um, all of the above, doc number one. Yeah, Hip Hop Radio tags Media TV. Best, that's the very long name. Um, Beachhead says Ray Murphy with a question mark. Yes, Retro Beachhead. I'd love to see that. I'm excited to see that one, actually. As much as I love that first Beachhead, I have no issues with that Beachhead whatsoever. Um, I've got to say that I'm still psyched to see another Beachhead figure. That's just, that's how I'm wired, though. Um, ooh, Phil. Hi, Phil. Wouldn't mind if Retro CC got the helmet stripe and the bare hands of his card art. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That'd be cool if he had the swappable hands, too. I like that a lot, Phil. That's why that's why you get shout-outs every week, buddy. Thanks very much. Um, it's got nothing to do with Pat at all. I'm, I've, I, I push it because he hates you, really, in real life. Look at him. He's so disappointed that I would even joke about that. Um, oh, just tags. The, okay, Hip Hop Radio tags Media TV. I'll just say tags from now on. Um, <laughs> 
Um, about, and then fight. Go on. I was say. trying to say, what about a retro Red Ninja? Like looking at the list of of figures that are out there, would, do you think they would do a Red? Because retro Red Ninja is weird because he didn't exist in the original line, but it's definitely the the one that we got is a significant change from the ones that we think of more traditionally, which look kind of like their hand ninjas, but are you know red ninjas then. What about a kind of Satan sort of scenario? Yeah. Yeah. Not that's calling it Satan necessarily, but like but like doing a red ninja yeah. that was effectively a repaint of um old Storm Shadow. Yeah, well at this point I guess the uh the twenty fifth stuff, if you just reference that, that's that's kind of retro. In it. Yeah. Yeah, you could retro that it could be twenty fifth retro. Yeah, you're right, totally. We're old enough now that that's however many years old. Um Damn, we've gone from a twenty fifth anniversary to a sixtieth. <laughs> I'm joking. I know there's a I think that I think difference. that Red Ninja was sixteen years ago, wasn't it? Oh my heart just stopped. I was gonna say my heart just skipped a beat, but that could be my age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh amazing stuff. Um, oh, yeah, Slice and Dice customs. Nice one, Tags. I'd like to see those. Uh, Retro CC could have the white-gray stomach belt, says Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. I guess. That's true. Um, yeah, that is true, actually, isn't it? Because, yeah, he did have that, um, that, that aspect. I hope Retro Beaches still comes with a red beret, says Rachel. Actually, yeah, because I think that was a really cool little addition, honestly, to that figure. Because again, it, it was shouting out to his, his um, original figure that had it tucked in his l- it, loop, his shoulder loop, whatever you call that. Yeah, whatever that's called. I know what it's called, and I've forgotten. I just called it a shoulder loop instead because that's easier. Um, oh, your Ross Stalker needs one to become Jammer. I like that thought thinking, Rachel. I do. That's that's genius. Uh, they could go left, really left field, and give us the Ninja Force Red Ninja, says Phil. The, the, they should have oh. called that the pink, blue, whatever ninja, shouldn't they, really? Yeah, uh, the red ninja that was pink and blue that was dice. Yeah. Yeah. They should definitely, they should definitely retro card Falcon to fix that head sculpt, Ray. Yes, they should. Uh, retro ninja viper. Oh, yes. That would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that would be a really cool one. That would be dope. Uh, um, blood. Yeah, and that's an interesting one because Major Blood was actually uh, on deck for the retro series before it was initially oh, yeah. canned. So that kind of could put him on the short list of ones likely to happen. Yeah. So they would just have to dust that off and release it. Yeah. Yeah. Clean it up a bit. Um, I don't, yeah. I, would you just, would you change anything about that? Would you make him more vintage or would you do a, just a different deco? Oh, I think that, I think it would be appropriate to make him more vintage looking if they're going to do a retro. For sure, his arm make just like a Michelin man arm on the side with a couple yeah. of boxes attached to it. You have to change it up. You have to change it up enough to make it worth buying. Like I'm already happy with the major blood I have. So if it's just a slight color difference, you know, I don't really need that. I think the I think like you know in the Recondos case, right? I think that yeah. makes a lot of sense going forward. That they just do the the standard decos for some of the characters that they release in sub teams, they could do them on retro card because that's a nut that is for me that's like completely different to the release we had on the classified box 
We've got like a retro card version of it, which is what you would have expected to see back in the day. And then flip that on its head a little bit, which is difficult because obviously, you know, a lot of the sub teams are can control, not controlled, but uh, are in the exclusives environment with Walmart and Target. Yeah. But it would be cool if you could get a carded Tiger Force figure or a carded Python Patrol figure where you could do the card and everything. Obviously, it, oh, yeah. it would make it a bit difficult now because you'd just be re-releasing figures that we've already got. Um, but, you know, that's the, that's the difficulty with retro cards is I want to see those fun back card backs. I want to see different card backs that we haven't seen before. Um, and if you're going to be doing exclusives where the sub-teams live, then it's difficult to do, unless you do them carded for the exclusives as well. Like, how would you... I mean, if we did, if they did Sonic Fighters, would you want them to do them on cards? Because I think that would be fucking friggin' amazing. Yeah, I I mean, yes. Uh, I, and I think that the way that that would scale, they probably could, because obviously the cards for the Sonic Fighters were huge, but they wouldn't need to make them... I don't think they would need to make them bigger. I think that for the amount of space that there is... And the amount of accessories that you see with like uh, Duke and Scarlet, I, I would definitely want the backpacks to be a little bit more reasonably sized. So <laughs> they could they could fit everything in. With, yeah, they with, could redesign some of the backpacks. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Could you if imagine Law, if they did Sonic Law? I, I still would want to order. So yeah. that one probably not carded. Um, yeah, but, but you could you could you could card you could bubble order sideways just like. Just like squished up against the side. That'd, That'd be a really heavy card to have all those. I mean, maybe wow. you could. Because, I mean, the original Law and Order was carded. So maybe. Ret- retro listening fun trip, why confirmed. Could you imagine, Mark? I'd love that. That'd be so I, good. I could see a retro Big Ben. Yeah. Yep. That would make a lot of sense. Because, yeah. yeah, you're in that kind of original style card back to some degree. Not the original, original, but you're in that kind of. Uh, you know the the recognizable one, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So this is effectively what it looks like now. <clears throat> we had a question earlier that asked, "Do we know um, Andrew Franks's team listening fun?" Hi, Andrew. Thanks for the images, by the way, bud. Earlier, really appreciate that for our Super Seven segment. Uh, but yeah, we're all team listening fun, right? This is listening fun. Why didn't we call our show listening fun, Pat? We're not wearing orange. All right, we should we should start thinking about some sort of sub episode that we do called Listen and Fun. Why and the have hell to, have we not done that? And you have to get well, we probably should. You are right, Listen and Fun. But then you have to get, like the tape. Don't steal that guys. That we are going to do that. Do not steal that. Give me a give me the rest of the evening to work out how that. And if you flip the do. episode over, you make your own episode on the other side. <laughs> yeah, we could talk yeah, actually we could just devise Listen and Fun. Um ideas that we want to yeah like our own stories and then we could we could like have them we could recite them in like a what in like a radio play sort of vibe with some music in the background i think it would be amazing um team mission brazil oh yeah that'd be sweet um supersonic fighters full force podcast says jeremy yeah sonic fighters why have i not called it that what is wrong with me there's so many great opportunities for names and i went with the full force podcast what's wrong with me Hey, no one cares. No one knows the history behind it. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so this is the layout. We had a question earlier where I basically, what did I, uh, it was, yeah, do we know what the unknowns are at the moment? And now 
technically Oki is unknown, so we don't know who Oki is. Uh, Azrael is unknown, we don't know who Azrael is. So those are the two that we don't know at the moment. Um, we do know that Eel is a separate, you haven't added it to this yet, but Eel, just like Snow Serpent, doesn't have a code word. Um, but we we thought, I thought initially that Oki was the eel, but it's not the case. Um, so Oki um, or Azrael could be this one figure that we do know is coming, but we we can't say until he gets a name only reveal situation going on. So um, until that happens, we can't say. But um, there's a possibility that Oki could be this figure, but we we can't say. Um, now Azrael is another one. We don't know who it is, and we are still trying to work out who it could be. As soon as we do, we'll probably just throw out our speculative thoughts on that one. So those are the only two we don't know at the moment. We know Casey is Cobra Commander. We know Brainy is Beachhead. And we know that Snow Serpent and Retro Eel don't have code words necessarily. They might have them. They're just not being used in even in official capacities. So that should tell you all you need to know about the retro stuff to this point. Um, and that's pretty much about it. Everything else is as you were. Uh, no, we haven't unearthed anything. We haven't accidentally revealed anything like I did with the Iron Grenadier bat a little while ago. Uh, but I have, you know, I've, I've, you know, my bad. I'm an idiot. Uh, I Joe, think if you look at the retro stuff, a lot of it feels a little bit like the Star Wars Archive Edition, except for the fact that they're totally updating the figure. You know, it almost feels like the way the Archive Edition gives you that second chance yes. at an older figure. Yes. This is the same thing, only, uh, you know, it's a new figure. Because Certainly they can't really the case of the Star Wars, they can do that with G.I. Joe. I think when I look at that, when I look at the whole lineup where you've got what Scarlet, uh, Duke, mm -hmm. brand new figures, right? Yeah. Recondo, repaint of an existing figure, but it's one that people want. So that makes a lot of sense. That three is like a no brainer. Cobra Commander, obviously, again, not everyone could get in on the His Tank. So getting a retro card in Cobra Commander makes sense. Perfect. Eel couldn't get the thing for love and the money because people were ordering 40 of them off Amazon. So. Yeah. You know, the opportunity to actually army build that figure again is a, is a chance here. And I want, I would imagine that's the only one that is also, that is probably used as a re-release almost. Because yeah. it's so close to the original anyway. I don't know what they would change on it, honestly. There might be some shades, shades difference here and there, but I think it's going to be effectively the same figure, more or less. Snow Serpent is an interesting one because that's one that we've had but in like a deluxe capacity. So it wasn't really easy to army build. Maybe now it can be. And also the fact that it would be, I would I would expect this to have slight differences like blue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe yeah. like off, not white, but like that gray kind of color, that like off white color that it is uh, originally as well. Maybe something like that. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is I think that if you look at some of these releases and uh, subtract out, or think of what is what is has not been done for a while that would make sense just looking at the classified line already. Yeah, and I think that that's probably what we can expect from the retro line. Definitely moving forward. Definitely. Anyway, yeah, I think that's really cool. Did we talk about potentials for whip snakes? Says Charlotte. Yes, we did. Um, well, we didn't really talk about a lot other than my silly little um, speculative idea 
which was stolen from someone else as well. So I apologize who it, who I was stealing this off. I think someone sent me um, like a list of, was it lacrosse teams? I think it's lacrosse teams, professional lacrosse teams, which um, one of them was called Atlas and one of them was called Whip Snakes. Now, the interesting thing there is if you look at Atlas Deluxe, it's Nemesis Immortal, right? Does that mean there's some sort of connection between Atlas Deluxe and Whip Snakes 2-pack? If there is a connection there, is it on the nose? Are we talking Cobra La with Nemesis Immortal? It's a troop builder. We know that. It's a two-pack troop builder. Does that mean we're looking at Royal Guards, Pat, you think? See, that's where I think that we need to get into the head of the person who's, who's naming these. And I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to say that probably what happens is they are sent a, a list of figures that are being worked on and that need to be put in the system, and they go, uh, today I'm going to be doing uh, vintage authors. Today I'm going to be doing some cartoon characters. And they just start naming things. Planets. Yeah. Insects. Exactly. So I think that that just means that these were kind of developed around the same time, but I wouldn't expect, um, I wouldn't expect like an entire wave of Cobra Law so I wouldn't expect those to be related other than uh, the timing of them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, totally. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with mine and say that, because also if you look at the numbering as well, that's another thing to kind of like look out for. Yeah. Uh, Atlas DLX is GO, G0335, and the Whipsnakes 2-pack is G0366, which does possibly link it in some sort of wave capacity as well, uh, or some sort of pe time period capacity. Yeah. So that's just something to I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I would also let you know I have no idea who Whipsnake's two pack is. All I know is that it's a troop builder two pack. That's all I know. Um ba -ba, what was what's been said in the comments? Someone asked me a question. That was it. Would OG Ripcord and OG Crazy Legs be in the listing? Just speculating. Um do you know what? I I possibly actually I'm just trying to think what we're looking at here. No, I don't think I would think yeah I mean, well i don't think so actually because um if ripcord and crazy legs are um single figures like if they're like single releases these single releases we have coverage on we either know what they are or they've been revealed right so we know the kind of coverage for those particular characters if that makes sense what we could be seeing is them ever so slightly in the future with a few different new uh names um, and like almost like what would be the next update to this uh, listing here. But that's all I'm going to say with that, because that's what I think. I think those two figures will be uh, singles. I don't think they're going to be like deluxes or anything like that, unless we find out that, you know, parachutes are going to be done, Pat, and you, this is where you come in and you go, well, maybe we get deluxes with them. And that's what Fred deluxe is. And what's the other one we've got up there as well? um i think that's it for deluxes i think everything else is covered yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that if you are going to do a, a working parachute or even a a parachute that looks like it's working probably ripcord or crazy legs would be the time to do it wouldn't it yeah definitely definitely well we'll see but um not to also not to shut you down on that one figure six pack because i like you know it's totally valid point it's just that for a lot of these, we do know what they are. We can't say, <laughs> but for there are there are the ones that we we when we say we don't know what it is, that is literally the situation. So, uh, like for example, Whip Snakes, Boo Boo, Yogi, Space Ghost, Zorak, Oki, Azrael, 
Fred Deluxe on the left hand side, um, Scrappy and Blossom. We have no clue. The rest, though, we actually do know, but we can't say anything yet, which is great. Thanks, thanks for that. Uh, thanks, Chris. Nobed. Uh, but anyway, that is. I think that's pretty much it, Pat. I've, I think I've bored you to death with listings now and your favourite code words. And we've got a lot of shout-outs to do. Should we, should we get into that? Yes, uh, but no, not give them code names. We'll actually shout the real names. <laughs> I'm gonna give everyone code names now. Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it and, of course, showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Yeah, we're currently actually. I want to mention this while we're on the on the show. Got some very interesting and cool news about Hoarder. Uh, we are in the process of um, not just improving and and making the 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 platform even better and crazier and more cool, uh, but we're also um, in the process of securing investment, which is really exciting. Um, so we've been kind of in a lot of meetings recently. We're like doing a lot of stuff trying to get some kind of things moving on it um that's why there's been like almost like a not like a stall but there's been like a like a period of time where we haven't been able to really get into it so now hopefully going forward we'll be doing a lot more cool things um more information will come out soon obviously but we and it won't affect people that are using it if you're on it and you're on it now when we make the improvements and make it even cooler and better um you know it's not going to affect you guys other than making your experience even more fun so yeah we're going to be doing a lot of awesome stuff so very exciting indeed um i've got lots of work to do on it can't wait <laughs> but that's really awesome and i yeah i just wanted to let you guys know uh it's not elon it's not elon though um anyway um that so that's that's yeah get on hoarder get involved because if you get in early you never know there might be rewards in it for people that's that were there in the in the beginning. I'm just saying. Um, right, Pat, let's get into some shout-outs, buddy. I've done my hoarder one. Go. Well, I'll, I'll be coming back to some others, but take us away. Who, who are you well, shouting out? He may still be here. There he is. He's still here. Yeah, it's a uh, shout-out to Philip, as hey. always. Yes. My my partner on, uh, talk, on Talking Point. <laughs> I do that every time. I do that up. every time. On articulated <laughs> Points. Yeah, that's the name of the show. I'm very tired today. Dude, I do that. I do that every time because I'm looking at the talking point image the whole time. And every, I, I go to articulated, I say articulated points most of the time. There he is. Yep, articulated points. Um, he and I uh, need, need to talk to get something up this month. So uh, hopefully that happens soon. Awesome. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, shout out to Phil. Um, good to see you again, mate. And good to see you in the chat um next up and also yeah link in the description for articulated points go check them out subscribe please if you haven't already and go and watch all the videos immediately uh there's only like a million videos on there there's a lot of at this point there's a lot of fun old videos for sure phil's asked has anyone got any topic ideas that's a good question that's yeah good i would be happy to hear some ideas for topics that throw them in the comments now guys and that will hopefully give uh, these guys some fuel for the next few months that'd be good <laughs> uh, yeah let us know in the comments what you'd like to see the articulated points team get stuck into next um anyway 
let's move on. We've got uh, obviously my wonderful wife Kate uh, and Phoebe's, who is in the shop, but she's pooping in the in the yard in that image. Uh, you just can't see her. Um, shout out to my wonderful other half, my other parts, uh, back at, at home at the moment while I do this um, episode. Um, yeah, love you guys, and of course to our wonderful families in the US and the UK. Of course, uh, big shout outs to everybody. Uh, lots of crazy things going on and happening. Very exciting times. Um, and then to Brian Sauer for our amazing graphics. And it looks like, as well, I know, I'm not sure I can talk about it, so I'm not going to say anything just in case. But there's something coming up involving Brian that I know you're involved in, Pat. Yes. Have you talked Are, about it? Are you allowed to talk about it? I don't know. I don't know. We should okay. probably wait. We're, we're planning on some stuff. So we should hear from Brian whether or not there needs to be how much the buildup needs to be. We're, we're planning some stuff. So as always, stuff, stuff been planning, and not only is Pat involved, but also I'm going to be involved as well. So that sounds fun. That's uh, so yeah, it is. We'll we'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, okay. in secret and private, no one can hear yeah. us as I leave the and, uh, and always. I mean, yeah. When are we not planning on assembly required but in November? Oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Like it, I feel like we're planning six years ahead each time, and we still are always late when it comes to it. We're always working right up to the last yeah. second, yeah. Uh, which is hilarious. Um, Charlotte has asked, "Is Pat on Instagram? Are you on Instagram, Pat?" Um, not. I, I don't really use Instagram. I pop in there and take a look around, and I think I have one. I'm. I'm pretty much not Picard on most stuff. If you He's look up, because I'm, I'm not Picard. If you haven't noticed, I'm the the other Patrick Stewart. So uh, there are like twelve Patrick Stewarts in the celebrity universe. There's a few. There's yeah. another one I saw the other day. You're gonna have to change your name to not Picard and not whoever that person is, as well. Yeah. Uh, all the all the other characters that he's played. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't know who he played in Dune. So whatever that guy is, I'm not him either. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I have an Instagram. I don't really use it that much. I probably probably should look to some other platforms. But uh, yeah, I don't do a lot of public posting anywhere other than articulated points. I'm always happy to put out a video, but I don't. Uh, and I appear here once a week. But other than that, I don't put out a whole lot. Oh, Jeff has asked for an articulated points in depth on all the October Guard figures would be great. That's actually okay. quite a good one because there, there's some really good October Guard figures in the line in the history of the G.I. Joe uh, brand as well. Some really interesting ones, especially like the kind of like, you know, random ones like, you know, uh, Big Bear and Red Star. And, um, yeah. and then when you get into like the modern era and you've got like that whole set. The like, comic pack set. Yeah. yeah, the comic packs as well. Absolutely, two of those, right? Yeah. Well, no, there were more than that because it took a few. They they ended up mixing in some other characters that weren't October Guard. If you wanted oh, yeah. all the October Guard, you got some other characters in there as well. Like I yes. think there were two, three packs, and then there's there's some other stuff. Like I don't think that Misha came. Well, maybe he did come in a set of three. October he did. Guard. Yeah, Misha did. Um, he was he was in the three pack. Well, he was in a three pack, but I thought that in some of those three packs there was like a stalker in there at one point. They had they had could some other been. characters that you ended up buying. It could have been because um, they did. Um, it was the yeah, it was that one issue where they're driving through the jungle. And then uh, when the club reissued the um, 
the October Guard set, it wasn't quite the same. Yeah. On the October Guard and Iron Grenadier set. Yep. Yeah. So there's some stuff in there. Yeah, that'd be yep. an interesting one. Do it. Um, excuse me. Uh, does Pat have TikTok? Says RKW. No, I don't have TikTok. I don't. I don't. I'm not there. We do on full force though, and I'll see if I can steal Pat for some sort of special TikTok video where I get him to like say something on camera and then put him on it. And then technically he'll be on TikTok then. Um, have you seen any of our TikTok videos yet, Pat? By chance? No, no, I have not logged in to TikTok because I don't have that. I'm gonna have to send them. You can watch them if you don't, if you're not on TikTok. I can I can send you them to have a look and see how poor my research is. Um, they're only short, they're like a couple of minutes each time. Um, and most of them are me dancing. I'm just kidding. No dancing happens on the TikToks for the full force. Yet. Yet. Uh, Shark says that's strictly for his dance moves. For Pats. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, yeah, FSS as well, Phil. Yeah, of course. I didn't even think about that. Phil's like, yeah, comic packs, Joe concert, FSS. Yeah. Um, but and don't yeah. get the, the vintage era had October Guard figures, just not your classics necessarily. Um, like I said, I think I'm pretty sure Big Big Bear was October Guard, wasn't he? Big Bear, yeah. There's there were and two Red Big Star, Bears. Big Bear and Red Star, yeah. Were your October Guard figures from the vintage line, and that was it. Cools, um, just seeing if there are any more. Oh, here we go. Mark says articulated points on top ten production mistakes, e.g., scaling of Saw Viper pew. Yeah, yeah, that could be interesting. I'll have to, I'll have to start. That's one that I'm going to have to think about for quite some time. You'll never guess number three. <laughs> ah, so funny. Um, that is the clickbait classic. We were, were we having this conversation the other day? Was it us that were having that conversation about we hate it when there's like a top 10? It's like top 10 things you didn't know about G.I. Joe and inevitably we knew all of it and three of the things they mentioned were lies or not you, right. You know, I don't really mind the clickbait titles so much, except for where they insult me. They're like 10 things that you didn't notice about this movie. And it's like, well, maybe I did. Maybe I did notice. How do you That's know? That's why they're trying to get me to click. Yeah, they, 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 want, you know, they, they, they don't need yeah. to insult me. It's it's insult. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I do find that really funny, though, when they do that, when it's like 10 things you didn't know about this. And it's like, I, what makes, in what universe do you think I wouldn't know about this and you're right it is literally just to get your clicks uh clicks i said by the way um brilliant um yes i do tend to post the tiktok exclusives on facebook as well mark but only initially i did that in order to get a little bit of traction that people went there now it is all exclusively tiktok so there you go 10 things you didn't know about chris's marketing strategy <laughs> i actually didn't know that but you're you're now you have to give me another nine. Oh crap okay um i, I don't think they always do that though i think they're they're like 10 things you didn't know and then if you add them up sometimes it, it doesn't matter they're just like <laughs> sometimes like 30 things are in there as well right like, and you just keep going and it's like oh it's one of those websites i see um amazing uh right right okay moving on because there's a lot to talk about still and we're an hour and a half in the omnibus hardcover edition is finally here with us and i've managed to take a few images this, this week my god it's gorgeous isn't it pat have you opened yours yet it is i have opened mine and oh. i was entertained by the fact that at one point and this is not exaggeration at one point i'm looking at something in the book 
and I saw something over there, and I slid down the couch to look at the other end of the same book. <laughs> oh, that's so true. It is so ridiculously massive, isn't it? It's big. Yeah, it's big. Oh, that's but so funny. It's definitely one that you don't want to just kind of throw in your lap and try to look at. Uh, I I put it on, I have a coffee table, so it's it's a great example of a coffee table book to, to lay on the table and to sit there and look through. And that was, it was enjoyable, but I only got halfway through it. And then I, I've just been, I've had a busy week. You yeah. know, I had to go to the comic shop and buy comics. And of stuff. course. I mean, you know, um, I would also say like, there's some beautiful things about this, right? So one, of course, obviously the book is, is incredible. The box is great. Like the box is, is phenomenal. You open that bad boy up. Uh, and there's prints inside. On the right-hand side there is like the little kind of... Uh, so you've got the book on the left. Uh, and then on the right, you've got the... Um, it's kind of like a little folder, like a little sleeve mm -hmm. uh, folder that holds two sets of prints, which are just amazing. Um, and then obviously this is the backer's choice and editor's choice of the prints. And just an example, that that's the coffee our coffee table that's dwarfing. So you open all the stuff out and put it on the coffee table. You ain't using that coffee table for coffee. I'm telling you that much right now. There yeah, you got to clear a coffee table first. Yeah, sure. you have to have a coffee table that maybe King Arthur might have had back in the uh, back in the day. That kind of size of coffee table is what you need. Uh, round table. Anyway, the prints are gorgeous as well. Great choices on uh, on all the different prints that are available. And to see the artwork, like the original artwork, kind of like untouched unscathed no like dressing around there no logos yeah. and stuff just nice and as it was originally intended is so good isn't it yeah it's it's nice that it's nice and large that i can sit there and look at it and it's nice to not have to be on my computer looking at art or saving files i i know that i'll be going back and looking through this also because there's a lot of pictures of the figures throughout it because yep. there's carded figures and the file cards are in there. So uh, as I'm always trying to reference things for variations and things like that, I, I'm sure that I'll be pulling out the book and looking at it that way. Big time. Mark, it depends on the size of your loo, but yeah, you're right. No. <laughs> imagine imagine being in one of those little dinky toilets trying to read this thing. Not a chance. Um, but I love this on the interior of the box as well, like the, the action figures and obviously the in like the the you know the 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 carry case and they've got the little names um on there but they're like names of the contributors and, and all that kind of stuff i just it's just so good um obviously our carson did a great job on this chad did a great job on this brian sour our brian sour does our graphics also involved in designing this absolute beast uh doug hart did a lot of the artwork obviously uh, he did a lot of the artwork in general <laughs> not just the artwork for the book but the literal content Doug has obviously uh, been in the in the game for a long period of time there, uh, but all sorts of people: Larry, Ron, Bob, you know, Bill, Merkline, Guy Cassidy, Ed from like you know, as in Ed Morrill from the you know who was in charge of a lot of that marketing stuff back then as well. Like it's so cool, Mark Pennington, and of course Kirk. So yeah, it's really cool to uh, to see them all shouted out on in the in this fashion. I love this. This is great. And I love that their figures kind of represent the personalities or the actual head sculpts that were used or, you know, the the original people we use for those head sculpts and stuff like that, which is great. Um, love that so much. 
Uh, obviously not in the case of Brian, but I know rock and roll is a favorite of Brian's, so that's that makes a lot of sense. Um, anyway, yeah, cool. Um, then, of course, there you go. There's another shot of it dwarfing the coffee table. Thing is redonkulous. Beautiful work. Great job from, like I said, from Carson, Chad, and everyone that's worked on it. And this is a really nice shot as well of the interior of the, of the first interior page of the book as you open it. Uh, and if you look in the top right-hand corner, I believe that's a little Adam Riches there up in the top right. Yeah, it is. I should have sent in a picture that I had of me and my brother from Christmas. I really should have. I don't have any pictures of me directly interacting with G.I. Joe figures, unfortunately. What I do have are pictures of me with figures and toys and stuff in like backgrounds and a little bit off, you know, on the side and behind and stuff. So I, I wanted to send a few through, but none of them really like, you know, I don't think they would have really um, been like chosen for it because it would have just been me as a kid and a figure like three freaking miles away in the background. But uh, yeah, I wish I wish I'd had a few more kind of images to kind of send them because that'd have been fun to be in there. Uh, anyway, sh brilliant work. Thanks very much, guys. Really appreciate that book. It's gorgeous. Now, moving on to Brian Hickey and his wonderful work. Uh, this is a great shot of uh, the Skeledrones attacking Ace in the Sky Striker. Uh, I love this shot. This is a this is a beauty, isn't it, mate? Yeah, uh, I guess Obi Wan just needs to swoop in and get those off of there. Yeah, just ding, 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 knock them off the wind off the wings. <laughs> it is so Star Wars, isn't it? Um, again, Brian Hickey does great work, and including he loves Star Wars too. So this was probably that was probably an inspiration for this. I'm sure. Yeah, image. yeah, love it. And of course, highlighting Skeletron, Skeletrons as well, which is really exciting. Uh, more stuff coming from them very soon as well, which is, oh, I can't wait. Come on. I need it in my life. Uh, Brian also took this shot as well. Of oh, Rikondo. wow. I've not seen this yet. Yeah, this is a beauty. This is uh, Rakondo in like the jungle. And what I really love about it is how he's done the waterfall in the background because I guarantee you it ain't water. I don't know. I don't know how he does it, but he makes he makes it look so real all the time when he does these things. And a lot of the time, they ain't. They're just like in his in like a on like a side kind of um, you know like a little dio kind of setup where he does and the backgrounds he does like the night sky and everything and and all that kind of jazz and he does amazing stuff with it. If you look at his Star Wars images, he even makes like scenery out of everyday items. And until you really take a good look at stuff, you're like, oh my god, that's like a you know that's like a blimmin um, what's that thing we the little thing you clean eye, um, what are they called? The little glasses you put in your eyeballs. I don't know what you're talking about. Lenses you put in your eyeballs so you contact. can see. Contact lenses. Sorry, I'm tired. Oh my, oh my goodness. He used the contact, a contact lens. You're definitely contact tired lens cleaning tube thing. And that was in a Star Wars setup. And it looked so real that until you really focused on it and looked at it and went, hang on. That is a literal container to clean contact lenses in. He does that all the time, and it blows my mind. I can't believe I forgot what contact lenses were. Anyway, um, this is, again, top, top, top image of Rakondo. I love it. Uh, and also, massive shout-out to uh, Alistair Hayes and G.I. Joe yeah. Headquarters, who posted this, Pat. And I wanted to talk to you about this, because I just heard that sigh as you saw this image. This was... Like I said, Alistair Hayes submitted this photo to G.I. Joe headquarters on Facebook. He won a G.I. Joe competition at a local video store in New Zealand. According to him, there are tons more just off camera 
two grand's worth in total winnings. Isn't that mental? I'm confused because there's three kids here. It's not... It's the one in the middle doing that because he's, he's having a picture taken of him. And I think they were just filling it out with other kids to make it look... Uh, okay, like, so you like, think that it isn't like the the middle stuff went to him and the other kids got some. Hopefully, the other kids got something for their I, appearance in there. He probably gave them. He probably did. I don't know. I wouldn't have done. I'd have been like, get your get he your hands off it. Gave them probably his mates. Wall and said, get out of here. They're probably his mates, though, aren't they? Let's face it. They're probably his little buddies, and uh, they were there to help him. And uh, in this case, I'd have been like, get off it, off your pop. This is all mine. You can help me carry it to my bedroom, is what I would say to them. <laughs> yeah, some some parent has a lot of stickers to put on after this image was taken. You reckon? Holy yeah. crap, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right, Phil. It could be siblings, that's true. Uh, yeah, they definitely it definitely looks like like a brother situation on the left and the, the center there. Uh, very similar looking. Uh, there's a possibility they could be bros, honestly. Oh man, I would have been crushed though if like my my sibling had won, and he was the official winner of all of that. He would hold that over you, wouldn't he? <laughs> Definitely. You'd never, you'd never like. It, you'd, even though you would be playing with it as well, let's face it, you'd both be using it. Yeah. Your parents would force yeah. you probably to be like, you've got to share with your brother. Um, but uh, yeah, in this particular case, man. Jeez, this is where like I like being a like an only child. A I'm also child. a little bit confused how the video <laughs> store like what was the release of these there and because like the, the USS flag, I guess maybe there still would have been some around by the time the Defiant got released, but it seems like there was some element of somebody bought this stuff and saved it. I have no clue. I either it was the local video store was doing something in league, like league with a with a independent toy store, or yeah. maybe not even an independent. It might, it might have been like a big chain toy store, and they were doing it because the video store had a like a good reach, or maybe like it was one of those things where it was like a collaborative marketing thing to kind of help them both out. Maybe I don't know, but you know, to get like the aircraft carrier, the Defiant, that is some serious kind of gear to have that yeah. far out of the us um yeah. i know we had we had some flags and defiance hit U uk shores because we had competitions as well so maybe this is on hasbro doing some sort of global thing where they're pushing yeah. it you know like and just utilizing yeah. these particular places uh in the in the local areas perhaps because like i said hasbro ran stuff through um you know, stores and stuff in the UK for flag competitions. So yeah, I was there uh, at JoeCon one time in the booth. There was a um, a German Defiant, which was just you know a regular American Defiant with uh, some stickers on it that actually said you know German instructions are included inside or something of that sort. So it's yeah, said more they, aggressively than that, right? <laughs> they, they definitely were shipping stuff globally, though, just to, to promote G.I. Joe. And they did the same thing in Japan, like the USS flag. There's even on some of the flyers, there's a, an ad for um, that being a contest. Yeah. Um, figure six packer says Kickly has new artwork. Has he post? He always does this. I think he does it on purpose, actually. Kickly does because he's we've been in like contact, you know, a couple of times recently. Unless he means that aren't, aren't you about to show us some Kickly artwork? I yeah, but I don't think he knows that. I think he's talking about actual Kickly artwork has been shared, and I'm just looking now. 
Um, just to see, Kickley, where you should come up first thing. So maybe it's this is great again for radio, great content. Uh, Kickley, you could just show the next image so that we could get onto the Kickley topic. Too. That's a good point. There you go. I don't think he has shown a new one. So maybe you are talking that, about that. This. Could be what he, he he just remembers last week that we didn't have these up. So here they are this week. That's or I'm glad that that's been worked out. I need to uh, learn how to do that jump that Fireflies do. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably have to lose about 20 years of my life first. Uh, can we go back about 20 years? I might be able to try it. But I'm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there was ever a point in my life where I could have done that jump. In in both of these images, There's I'm still a little android trooper, Pat. In terms of agility here. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, that's me. You're crazy legs, and I'm dusty. Oh, uh, it's wicked. No, I do love these uh, images. They're great. And uh, yeah, he's, yeah, figure six back said, yeah, this one. Um, yeah, so we've got Footloose obviously shooting at Firefly, who's flipping out of the way, which is great. Uh, and we've got Dusty attached to, to Crazy Legs, uh, holding on for dear life just by his thighs and shooting at the Battle Android Trooper. That's, uh, I'd love to know the, the narrative of that particular situation. How did that come about on the right hand side, Pat? Tell me your story here. Um, I'm picturing that whenever uh, that somehow there was a battle in the air, yeah, and it's just a okay to just drop a bunch of bats out and see what happens, yeah. And a bat somehow got a hold of Crazy Legs. Dusty was up higher and has caught up to Crazy Legs and has shot the bat off of him because Crazy Legs was out of ammo. And after this moment, that's where Dusty deploys his own pack. Okay, I like that. That's a good, that's a nice narrative. That's, it's interesting that I came up with a different one. This is this is what I'm thinking. They're on like a Hercules or something, right? They're in the back, and there is a they're transporting something, a box of some description, right? And uh they don't know what's in it, they're transporting it. It opens up and it just happens to be a battle android trooper, and this mm -hmm. is it's an ambush, it's a it's a trap in order to get some G.I. Joes off the roster. And the battle android trooper attacks them in the plane, takes out the pilots and everything, and it's about to crash. So they have to get out. They jump out. Only Crazy Legs has a parachute, though. Dusty doesn't. So they do the usual kind of like falling through the air bit, like where they're fighting the bat in midair and all this kind of stuff as that's falling out as well. And as they're falling, uh, Dusty finds, gets on the back of Crazy Legs. He pulls the chute, and Dusty gets in position and starts shooting the battle android trooper, that, who's hanging on. So crazy. That's what I think's happened. That's that's my narrative. Okay. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, I yeah, can see that. It's interesting, isn't it? How they how we come up with different things, though. I quite like that. But anyway, this is what Kickley does to us. He he, he forces us to tell stories with this stuff. So I want to hear Kickley. Let me know, please, what your narrative is with this, and I'll tell everyone on the next episode. Uh, but yeah, I love his artwork. I think it's so cool. And I'd actually love. I know Dan Larson's been a, a big kind of cheerleader for him recently as well, trying to get him in like the G.I. Joe comics. I think that'd be really cool to see like a Kickley story. Wouldn't it be wicked? Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. It would. Yeah. Yeah. If if Kickley wants to do that, of course. Um, but yeah, I'd be really into that. Um, and then finally, a bit of comics uh, chat before we leave. Only quickly though. In one week's time, we get into Cobra Commander. Now, Pat, you're on the comics train now. So hopefully you'll be delving into this one at some point as well 
Yeah, I, I think I will. I'll, I'll probably stop out there again and, and pick up this issue. I'm going to try it. I'll probably be behind. Let's let's face let's it. Even face if it. I get caught up, I'll get behind right afterward. So it's just it, that's how it is. I um I I will admit though this is this is an exclusive, uh, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to give anything away. I have read this issue. I was uh, very I was privy to an early copy of this one. Um, thanks team at Skybound. But this particular issue is going to blow socks off. I loved it. That Now, I'm not... Well, yeah, I'll, that's all I'll say on it. It was amazing. Uh, won't give anything away. Won't do any spoilers. But, yeah, very excited for people to read this. It's going to be pretty cool, I think. Um, what are your Cobra Commander predictions? Let us know in the comments. Um, and uh, we will uh, maybe have a look at that next week and see what people said and see what they, they thought we were going to see. And, and all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, let us know in the comments. We might not touch them on them now because obviously we're coming to the end of the episode. But let us know what you're expecting it to see in the Cobra Commander um, kind of comic. And also, you can throw those comments on the actual post that this is related to on our Facebook page, Twitter, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, as well. And uh, we'll check it out. But yeah, let us know what you think is coming. Pat, are you um, are you excited to get into these comics? Are you uh, are you kind of feeling? That I, buzz I am the looking forward to it. Yeah, I actually looked in my comic boxes to see also how much of the Hama run that I have. And it still isn't, it isn't much past 155. It's like a couple dozen books. Oh, mate, so, you've got so much to do. Uh, yeah, I'll probably pick those up and not read them until I have most of the run. And then I'll, yeah. and then maybe I'll go back and start that too. So much homework. So I much do. homework. Yeah. Um, Okay, Tony says he becomes Baron Ironblood again. <laughs> that would be amazing. What a full circle twist that would be. Now I loved it, but unfortunately, I don't. I can't. I can give away the fact that that doesn't happen. But that would be brilliant. I'd go nuts. Anyway, that's it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute blast. Another cracking ep there, Pat. Uh, thanks for joining me again, buddy. Really appreciate. It. I know we've both been knackered, but thank you, man. Yeah, it's always fun to be on. That was actually a funny episode because we were so tired. I just couldn't, I kept saying stupid things like I didn't know what contact lenses were and uh, I couldn't stop laughing at certain periods and I cried a few times with laughter. So it's been a good one. Um, we'll see you guys in the next one. We've got loads of content coming. Check out TikTok, check out Instagram, check out X, formerly Twitter, check out Facebook and all the good stuff. Now, I will say before I go, to my wonderful patrons, I'm so sorry I've neglected you for a couple of weeks now. You will be getting something this weekend, I promise you. Uh, so we'll be doing um, some uh, Q&A stuff on the weekend for the patrons. And I think I've got another news burst to do. Yes, I'm going to be doing a news burst over the weekend where we talk about like all of the things that we haven't seen yet, what we are to expect with like classified and stuff coming very soon. So we'll be kind of doing almost like a, let's like a cover all of everything that's like left. So lots of live cool stuff coming this weekend. Hope you all had a good one today. I'll see you on the next one. Stay fresh cheese bags. And as always, after three, you know what to do. One. <laughs> I, I, thought that, I thought that I finally froze. <laughs> I really did. I was like, my internet finally gave up at the end. <laughs> I'm so tired. I can't stop laughing. <laughs>
amazing. Well, while you're laughing, I will point out that what I'm going to do is read Duke and then watch the Talking Joe deep dive of Duke number one. <laughs> yes. Yes, do that. Do that while I'm crying. Uh, after three, okay. one, two, <laughs> three, four. Four. Fours. Oh, my God. I'll see you later. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on X, formerly Twitter, at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force. We've also added a brand new Instagram so check us out there as well at The Full Force Podcast and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on any of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force